up, little soldier. You got me. Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight, step it aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street can panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme, I'm dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated. Like I had before, like a stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war is really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan of war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tech. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect for a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for night news to replay in the rest of the world. Watching at the end of the day in the living room laughing like you're I'm a soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your host. And tonight we've got Carson, or prepped and prepared, as she's known on the Tiki Talk, with us. And she is here to talk about all the stuff, all the stuff. Carson, how are you tonight? Dude, your intro. (laughs) You ready to fight a cop or what? I'm ready to go to war. I want a lightsaber. Let's go. go. Let's do something. I'm always inspired by you and your music and everything. I'm like, get it, girl. I want to go with you. Come on, let's go. This has been, this intro has probably been the most favorite uh, of all the people. I actually uploaded the very same intro to the welcome video on the front of the page. Then I had to re-upload it because YouTube took the song and they switched Mm -hmm. it out on me. So I re-uploaded it today. But yeah, it's absolutely uh, hands down the favorite song of the people so far. Um, Really quick. Well, we just did it like a week and a half ago. Well, I freaking love it. Let's keep it. Yeah. Like we get all geared up, like you listen to the song, you're like, yeah, fuck the government. And you're like, yeah, grow your own food. And then we're live. And then it's like, okay, hi, hey, welcome to the show. Like, we're not yeah. that aggressive. We're not going to go fight oh, cops. I am. Or... I am, too. I am. I'm ready a... at all times. We Let's are. We're, we're ready to pump shit up. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, we got to go through the stuff. You got you got a lot of people in here today. So we're going to go hey, through everybody. and tell us. God, welcome to the live. So. That's right. That was what I was going to tell you backstage, but then we got on this whole, we're growing and and it doesn't matter. If you have a laptop near you, you can actually pull up the live on YouTube and read the comments off the laptop. If not, that's perfectly fine too, but I wanted to. I'm on the floor. I'm not getting up. That's okay. I'm in a chair. I'm not getting up either. Purple Princess, thank you so much. We love your face. This family is the best thing I've ever needed in my life. Uh, Purple Princess, an update with her dad. Yeah, it sounds like he's doing really well. I don't know if she wasn't going to put anything out, but if you guys could send Purple Princess some love, that would be amazing. Audie, welcome to the live. Annalie, my beautiful Sonia. Uh, hello, how are you? It's good to see you. Heather Smith and Pam Sears. Welcome Pam. to the live KS. Pammers. And Doomsday, your boy, Subjector. is here. He was on our podcast last week. Running I his saw mouth. him. I watched him. He did good. Yep. Talking about how, I made, to, fun how of to him. Take... I made fun of him on Snapchat. I was like, hey, hey, I see you. Oh, my God. I can't with, I had a Snapchat one time. I'm old. So I had a Snapchat thinking Snapchat was a lot like, you know, your social media, like your Facebooks. It's so mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, here's my Snapchat. You guys follow me on Snapchat. That's a bad idea. Cause then everybody's just sending me pictures all day long. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Now what's happening here? Like, this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's I just deleted it. It's not what I want. Raquel, welcome to the live and Kim Brown. You guys welcome to live. Anybody else that I missed? I hope you're having the best Thursday ever prepped and prepared is here. And she is going to talk to us about the F well. Okay. I want to talk about the FDA. So we've had prepped and prepared with Carson on about a month ago now. And really we talked about the canning and the cool things. We asked the questions and we were all polite, but tonight we're going to go ahead and drop the bullshit. I want to talk. We started talking about the FDA and how the, the, and wait, I'm going to be really careful how I kind of say this. Now, listen, if you're, if you're going to start canning, follow the FDA guidelines, okay? But we're going to talk about the ways that people used to follow them before the FDA uh, came out yeah. and started to regulate some things, right? So follow the FDA guidelines. And the USDA. FDA, USDA. And the USDA guidelines. And then, you know, keep us posted how it goes. Uh, we are not <laughs> liable. Where's Scott? Scott, I need my thing. Uh, Scott puts out the disclosure. We're not liable for anything that may or may not happen. Uh, Mrs. B, it's been forever. I love your face. Thank you for being here. I missed you. I hope you're doing well. Um, and who did we have? 
That's it. Hello, Maggie. Maggie was the last one. Hello. Okay. Prepped right. and prepared. Give me just a quick rundown. What do you, you can, you prepped, you prepared. Give me a rundown of what you do real quick for those of you who are new here. Hello, everybody. My name is Carson. I am a prepper. For those of you who do not know what that means, there is a form of practical prepping and end of the world prepping. So from job loss, sickness, chronic illness, all the way to zombies, I like to make sure that me and my family are prepared, whether it's in our health, whether it's our mental status, capacity, and our mm -hmm. physical preparedness. So we like to stock food. We like to stock in case there's a power outage. I like to make sure I am pretty handy with a Rudy Tootie point and shooty and all of that kind uh -huh. of stuff. A pew pew. Gotcha. A pew pew. Freedom a pew, state, pew. if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to preserve food. I think that is one of the most important things you should learn as a prepper. And okay. as somebody who wants to get into homesteading or getting into self-sufficiency, um, my main form of food preservation is canning because I like it and you should too. You should, you're so good at this. She's like, hey, thank and then, you. and this is what we do. And you can find us here. Man, now, like, that's, we're going to van. So all of, all of Carson's links are listed down below in the description. I would encourage anybody in the live to go follow her. Anybody's watching after that, go follow Carson. If this is something you're interested in and you are going to be launching a class. Is that my understanding? Yeah, canning course. I haven't told you're just like one of the first people to know. And everybody watching. Hey. Now the world knows. Hello. Cool. So we are Rudy Tootie Point and Shooty. I know we're <laughs> gonna have to write write that down. I feel like that could be a shirt. <laughs> you should probably just make it a shirt. I can um do that. you're gonna do you have a date for this or where or is it just something yeah. you're still kind of working on? Next it's it's next month, June 30th. Okay, next month. Yeah. And how is how is the best way for people to keep up with you? I know you've got a couple different links in your yeah. link tree. Like if they, you have a Patreon. So if you guys I like Carson and what she does, subscribe to her Patreon. You'll be the first to know about the canning class. Um, and in you can follow fact, her on. Most of my Patreons, yes. I haven't told anybody this. I didn't even tell my Patreons. I just reached out to a lot of my VIP Patreons. It was like, hey, okay. if you're into canning, I'm going to let you have the course, uh, either a series discount or for free depending on how interested they are and how mm -hmm. active they are as patreons mm -hmm. and for in exchange for feedback in exchange for review and it's a it's the master class it's the big it's the big thing it's the, it's the thing you're going to want if you want to be a canner it's going to tell you everything you need to know from what everything is to how to make how to use it so, i'm here for it and wayne carson yeah. when you are getting ready and you're ready to launch it with your link just be sure to let us know we will add that to this description we'll make a Thank video we'll get it thrown out there too you're um sweet. you're too I, sweet to me well, I have a lot of people that really want to learn how to do this and I can, can, I just, can. I have no desire to teach a class, uh, to be able to do it. So if this is your wheelhouse, I'm here for it. And I'm going to let okay, you cool. do your thing. Thank so you. let me first off, take my sweatshirt off because I'm hot AF. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm you sorry, are. you guys. I know. Watch out. Ladies and gentlemen, Russian prostitute in the house. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. YouTube. I'm kidding. Dang. They get really fired up about the Russian stuff. Okay, so we're here. <laughs> so now you guys know who Carson is. Now, Carson, when we had you on, like I said, a couple or a month or so ago, we were talking about all this stuff. And the one thing that kind of came up a few different times was the FDA. And you had some feelings, uh, mixed feelings, maybe around yeah. some of the, yeah. the the FDA's guidelines and the the you know the other the other one that they have. Talk to me a little bit about those mixed feelings. What are your concerns um, and what have you seen and kind of what have you experienced when it comes to the FDA? Yeah. So I first got introduced to the FDA when I got out of high school. I was something called a pharmacy technician. So okay. I worked with all the hospital medications and drugs and I worked my way up into their lead IV and chemotech. So what that means is any kind of like medicine bag you see hanging in the hospital i made those any kind of anti-venom chemotherapy okay. anything like that i was the go-to i was the one who made okay. it um and i got to see kind of the regulations and everything and kind of how sketch they were for example when we were making chemotherapy it had to be in a special room with a special filter with special material on us and ppe and all that the reason why is when making chemotherapy if i as a, a person was exposed to it and I did not have cancer, it could give me cancer. Uh, huh. Yeah. About Believe that. Believe it or not. Believe it or Believe not. It or the, not. And, I, and I found out a lot of those kind of medicines that they were giving people and they were passing through and saying, we're fine. 
we're not fine. When a pharmacist won't even take the medicines they're prescribing and giving out, it's like, hmm, maybe I should look more into this. Well, then I got into canning mm-hmm. and I found out a lot of uh, just over things that just didn't make sense. So for example, it's mainly the USDA, the US Department of Agriculture who regulates this, but FDA and them are kind of buddy buddy. So okay. I use them interchangeably. So when the USDA says, we don't recommend this, it could just be because it doesn't look pretty in a jar. It could be that they haven't tested it themselves because they don't have, don't have the funding to do it. Um, just things like that nature would be why they would say, hey, you can't can this because we don't want you to. However, if you go to like pre-1930s USDA and you look at some of their regulations and books, they're like, yeah, go for it. Water yeah, bath. Here's, yeah, put all the here's cocaine how. in the here's coke. How. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And yep. a lot of people, I haven't found the evidence yet, but I'm looking that a lot of people um, have room, have heard rumors of once Presto and Mir, some of the bigger uh, pressure canning, canning companies came out. They did a lot of lobbying in the USDA to kind of push for, you know, like, hey, maybe they should be using our pressure canner for most of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of, you know, follow the money. And I was going to say, so everything goes. in tying this kind of back in, is that it? And we all know that there's a lot of things that are going on right now that um, basically t- they tie into control. They want to control the masses. They want their hands and everything. But do you, you think it's about the money? You think the majority of this is about the money? I think money and control personally. Okay. Uh, and like I, I tell everybody, whether you decide to can at the rebel canner, which is just not following the FDA or USDA guidelines. Um, if you decide to have any kind of opinions about them, you need to do your own research and stick to what you're comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, I am not going to be the one with you if you decide to eat what you've done. So you need to be comfortable mm-hmm. in the decisions that you've made. However, I feel yeah, I think it's a lot about money, a lot about control, because you go into foreign nations and every, they water bath everything. America is one of the only countries that pressure canned. And the mm-hmm. Amish water bath everything. Um, mm-hmm. Older generations water bath everything. Mm-hmm. So as for people, they may not feel comfortable with that or that might not be their preference. However, when you start to do some research, it really opens your eyes to, to be like, hmm, wow, this this doesn't really you know, align. Another reason a lot of people would say that the USDA does this is because they they technically would be liable or they don't want to be liable. So with a lot of medicines, they do the same thing is they give themselves a huge margin of error and margin of safety. Like if you don't pressure can your meat for 75 minutes and it's like 70 minutes, you know, it's kind of one of those mm-hmm. things, but they will say 75 minutes because they want that safety for their own liability reason, for own liability reasons. So, but how could, how could we hold the USDA liable if, so I guess that's, that's kind of like, if, unless you were, if you're following the USDA guidelines, I get that. Like, and and you did it for 75 minutes and you still got botulism and you died. So then could you sue the USDA or not? No, you couldn't. I think what I mean when I say that is, um, you know, they have a standard. People Mm -hmm. look to them as the authority figure. So they want to they want to cushion themselves to stay the authority figure. And I think another reason somebody might believe that they just don't want to be held liable is if they have the best um, thoughts towards them, if they you know believe the best about them. However, they want to keep that, that the, image. Yeah, they. That's in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. As the authority um, figure is, and as the wholesome, okay. wholesome, we love you and we care for you, government. Yeah. The- all that shit's out the window the last few years. Like we, we all know better. I don't even, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Like, you know, better at this point. Uh, Scott wants so. to know which type you would recommend water bath or pressure canning. Personally, I think it's completely your preference and kind of okay. what situation you are in your life. So with water bathing, all you need is a big pot and it's just boiling your jars. Basically it takes longer and there are longer times and some of your stuff may not hold a seal as long. But Mm -hmm. some people for money reasons or for the reason that, hey, it's easier to keep water boiling on an open flame than keeping uh, the heat on an open flame steady enough for a pressure canner. If a grid down situation were to occur, um, some people would be like, it's easier to keep water boiling. So I'm going to stick with water bathing or I'm going to stick with water bathing because that's what my grandma's grandma's grandma taught us. Mm -hmm. So um, it all depends on you. I prefer pressure canning because it's shorter times and it's just what I learned doing first before I learned pressure canning before water bathing. So that's just what I kind of, it's, 
it's convenient, almost kind of. Very um, convenient. I had a question about the FDA okay. and the USDA, but I can't remember what it was. Hey, you want to know oh, some yes. juicy secrets about I that? do. Yes, please go ahead. I have notes, but yes. <laughs> okay. Give me your secrets. So, okay. So I can't, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but it's Scott G. Scott Gottlieb, Gottlieb, something like that. He was the head guy for the FDA from 2017 to 2019. And in 2019, he resigned and was so graciously given a new position as the head honcho over at Pfizer. Oh, would you look at that? Pfizer, think, which is. I knew you yeah. would love that. I was like, oh, I'm going to tell shit that. I can love that. That's going to well, give because, me warm fuzzies. And uh, let's talk about this a little bit. I don't think a lot of people understand just how many beds the FDA and the USDA is in. I think when people, when people hear about the FDA they or the, the USDA, they, <laughs> we're being honest, we're Russian prostitutes. Dang. Russian ladies of the night. Yeah. Well, we can't, we can't be because Russia's like, no, we don't want none of like Russia banned all, all of the stuff from, from Russia. Like you can't have McDonald's there. You can't, they don't want They're any smart. of it. Like there's, that's, that's what I said, but man, people got, they were like, well, that's because they're, they're got a war in Ukraine. And I'm like, but it's not bad. Like, it's not bad. They banned McDonald's. McDonald's is terrible for you. It's terrible for the population. It creates obesity and heart disease. And it's, it's is, addicting. They've got things like, in there that are bad for you. There's like Bannon. 30 main ingredients in all of our food that is banned in, in tons and tons of countries. I may have that wrong. I know. And maybe 30 countries. Numbers are hard I've, I, I, when I'm on the spot. But there's tons of our chemicals that are completely banned in a lot of countries. And the FDA is like, that's safe. Uh, they're also talking about um, signing a bill to where they're going to put regulations on natural supplements and herbs. I saw that. And everything. Yeah. Yeah, my I have because, somebody who's been talking about that for a while, and I'm like, get your herbs, get your supplements, because they're gonna take them off the shelf and make it super hard to get them. People are are losing faith and interest in the medical system as a whole. I think, and and they really are in in hordes looking for a more holistic approach. Um, and this is where one of them we talk a lot about the silver linings with COVID, and this is one of the things that where if you thought COVID was about the new world order and they're trying to take over the world. This is a big backfire because yeah. everybody just about and everybody now specifically, but in the beginning, a lot of people were just they it really caused like this rift between people and the medical system. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't trust the medical system anymore. And a lot of us didn't trust yeah. it really to begin with. But when COVID hit, like we removed ourselves completely. And I think that backfired yeah. a lot. But the FDA and the I mean. They are in, they're in the, the vaccines. They, they have to get their approval on the back. The baby formula shortage is another hot button right now. So the baby formula shortage, there's a shortage because the main company, which is Abbott, which also oddly enough creates the, the COVID rapid tests, but in another part of Abbott, yeah. In another part of Abbott, they made, they were one of the major baby formula. And there's only four in this, in the United States because of the USA guidelines are so strict, but the, they, the U S or the, uh, I'm sorry, the FDA shut them down because there was two cases of like, uh, e not Ebola, but E. coli. It, it killed two kids. It was, it's a bad deal. It killed two kids. Yeah. But then it turned out that whatever, whatever, wherever that came from, didn't come from Abbott. Like it came from something else, like either mm -hmm. after it was produced or before. And they still, the FDA still didn't let them reopen. And then we still didn't have the, you know, they, they, they kept, like putting their nuts up, they wouldn't let them reopen. Yeah. And the FDA and the USDA has so much power over just stuff like that and your medications and like your insulin and just about anything that you do. They also let you have like a certain percentage of bugs in your food. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Don't ask me. I can't remember that. Huh. I don't have my notes on me, but it's like, yeah, it's like 30. I thought I'd have to look it up again. Jake could tell you because he, he has to know for his coffee business. Come on, Jake. I don't even think he's in here. Neither but either. what, so what, what do you think changed? So the USD used to be really lax. We drink hose water. Like we ate all the red dye number five, but then something, what do you think changed when I mean, maybe more importantly, when do you think this changed and became a lot more regulated? Hmm, that's a good question. I think if I could think back, I'd say probably closer to your generation. 
so one okay. generation above me or maybe even the one before it they just started slowly you know getting their pockets filled you know and it could even go deeper than that but i i can tell that as time has gone by they've just mm -hmm. slowly you know inched their way in kind of like with what i think covid has been i don't think it was a uh a, a new world world order takeover try i think it was just a conditioning just a little let's see what we can let's see how far we can get right now okay we'll step back and i think they're just going to continue to push but i think um it's been probably one to two generations before so like an okay. example would be so my grandma is 65 60 yeah she's 66 and she said in her generation they didn't even talk about like nursing your baby or anything they they without your consent or even informing you gave you a shot to make sure you didn't lactate and then they handed you formula so i'm saying i'm thinking oh. about there yeah and it was and it was conditioned that oh. only, poor, only poor minority women nurse their babies that was gross it wasn't healthy for your baby and so they started pushing this in the media yeah all, my grandma and my other grandma um both said they didn't even talk about they talk about that and so in the last two generations we've completely lost things like breastfeeding or you know if your grandma's grandma's grandma didn't teach you how to can you just went by the usda and there was just this mass acceptance of oh well they, they care about me you know gator why isn't gatorade healthy for my kid why isn't this uh what are they i forget what they're called but it's some really really fruity drink uh it's like was pushed as like healthy why aren't you know why they're getting their whole grains why aren't they healthy you know and, you know and i think it's just been pushed and pushed and pushed to where it's mainstream and that's just like common knowledge now or common belief I think uh, it's it's weird that you say that because like, and then I was telling you backstage that so I have an older kid. He's twenty one. I had mm -hmm. him when I was nineteen, and I can remember I had him. I had emergency C section. I can remember waking up, and I was I I couldn't breastfeed because I had scar tissue. And they were like, "Oh, it's fine. We've got this formula." And I remember them really, just overly excited about the formula, versus now I had especially with my last kid that I have. So he is seven. And when I had him, it was almost like, listen, we really need you to try and breastfeed. They were really pushing the breast is best. And I'm like, well, I get it, but I got scar tissue. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to come out. Like, yeah. and it just, there's nothing that's going to happen. And so it's weird that they, I don't know if my grandmother ever breastfed either. That's, that's, I would have to look that up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, and nice. Huh. You even go into, huh. I, you've done open. Yeah, you can get a shot. When it, when mm -hmm. it comes to uh shot yeah she yeah, said she got can, a shot right under it. like right by her armpit mm -hmm. and it made sure you can she still didn't get them yep they wow that's insane me when i had mine that's insane yeah. well so and if you start looking into all this fda and all that you get into the medical system oh my god i'm not gonna like say anything for a lot of people i want everybody to do their own research mm -hmm. but i i'm from the medical field my husband's a medical professional to this day and um I started doing my research because I had an extremely traumatic birth with my first, like strapped down. They held me down. They wouldn't let me, yeah. you know, they bullied me into a lot of stuff so bad to the point where I started doing my own research. I realized they're operating off books from the eighties and they will, they can recognize that, Hey, we know this isn't evidence-based. It's just convenient for us. So we're going to continue to do that. And it makes us the most right. money. So we're going to push these things so bad to the point where, you know, I had a, I had my baby at home. We'll say without anybody okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, I, I mean, do. that's like, that's like the in thing. I, I would never, could never, I would never, like, okay. but I've never had natural, I never had natural birth. I had a C section with the first one in the yeah. state of Iowa. If you have one C section, you yeah. have to have them all C section because there's liability. They say there's liabilities and things yeah. like that. And you know what? You um, want to so know something? Did. Yeah. They're lying to you. I know that now, but I didn't know that yeah. then. And, and that's ridiculous I, that it's so accepted to coerce and to bully mm -hmm. and to, to force these uninformed consents and decisions to be made. And I'm really, if I'm being honest, I'm really proud of the generation I'm a part of. A lot of people don't like our, the generation of the millennials, but I really feel, well, I feel like you're like an x -ennial. I am an, I would be like Gen X, Generation Y, kind of. Okay. I'm like, I was, I was like, we were like a year gap between like Gen okay. X and then the millennials. So we're like x -ennial. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know what You're cool. You're yeah. cool. So We're cool. That's all that matters. You're cool. That's oh. all that matters. Yeah. No, but I really feel like there is a big revolution towards, you know, like you said, the homesteading, 
the prepping the canning the nap getting into like let's talk evidence-based and let's stop believing every little thing that some media is feeding us and the propaganda they're giving us and let's start looking out for ourselves and taking mm -hmm. personal responsibility so now do you think that this is going to continue on um through the next you, you think if you think of two generations after us like, like your kids but then your kids as kids do you think they're gonna be like 100 percent uh, like uh, away from the establishment, like off grid almost, or do you think it's going to take longer than that? I think we're heading in that direction to a point to where yeah. we're eventually going to get back to those days. And I say I'm like they're old days, but I don't know. But I think it's going to take, I just don't know how long it's going to take. And I don't think it's yeah. going to be in my lifetime. I lost my pen. <laughs> You're fine. I can still hear you. I okay, cool. Well, I, so, I'm, I uh, subscribe to the personal belief that everything is a circle and history okay. is always going to repeat itself and there's a saying that says you know let me make sure i've got it right uh good times create weak people which create bad times which create strong people which create good times and it's a circle so mm -hmm. personally i think a lot of us are especially as this economy is getting ready to crash as these food shortages are popping up Honestly, I feel like if you follow Ship's show, you should kind of know about these kind of things. If not, ask us. We'd love to talk about it because it's almost like right in your face at this point. Like, how could you not know that there's only 10 weeks worth of wheat in the world left, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like as things decline in this world, I think it's going to be a mass migration over to let's get into self-sufficiency. Let's do this. Let's do this. But I think a lot of us really do believe that the elites and all these type of people are not going to let this go on for very long. I do think they're, uh, this may be a crisis where they can grab power and say, oh, we came in and fixed, fixed everything for you. So I think there's going to be a mass migration, especially if something major happens. But I think once they take back, you know, oh, we fixed it, everything's fine. I think there will be some who fall off and say, oh, yeah, I want to go back to my comfort. I want to go back to the familiar. I want to just be coddled and be asleep. I want That's what I want. And I think it'll start out with, you know, some people who go back and some are like, no, that's not for us. We're awake. We're, you know, we can't, we can't go back to sleep. We're awake. And I think the next couple of generations may, you know, have these stories and may have these feelings, especially like your kids, my kids they're going to know how I feel. My kids are going to know how I feel. And I really do feel like when I share these beliefs, it's going to be ingrained into them. That's going to be their foundation. I think it's going to be their kids. If, you know, I think it's going to be their kids beliefs that they hear, you know, and at around like the third or fourth generation, I think there may be some more questioning and depending on what this world is doing and what goes on. I, I do think you could either, okay, let's find out for ourselves or, okay, let's just go back into the ease and the comfort. You know. Yeah, I think I think if you get the majority of people go, I think the majority of people will stay awake. I can't fathom that if you, especially in the last, like if you in the last three years woke up to just kind of everything that's going on, it would be, and we say this a lot, but to go back to sleep or just to go back to the way that you were before, uh, I think yeah. would be so wildly uncomfortable at that point. Like, yeah, it would yeah. almost drive you to madness. I, I can't imagine, yeah. I can't imagine going back into being intimidated by doctors and not understanding what was happening and not understanding what was being prescribed to myself or my children. I could never, ever go back to that. I, I can't imagine anybody else would too, but I suppose you're right. There are some people that they, they don't strong. like to... You're really yeah, strong. And the, you're, it takes you're a warrior a personality person. type. There are some personality, personality types that just can't handle that. They can't, they, they probably wouldn't even make it past the getting awake stage, in my opinion. I think their hearts would fail them in a sense is a, a really cool book. Everybody should read says, um, but okay. I think it's the Bible. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, <laughs> You're good. Sorry. I'm just making, here we jokes. go. Oh no, I was no. just, I thought of this one book called between two ferns or the red ferns. Have you ever read that? It's a kid's book kind of actually, but about these the red, red dogs. Where the red fern, where the red fern grows. Where the red fern grows. Yeah. Between two ferns dog... is that Galifianakis. I know that's, that's like comedy. our podcast. Yeah, I know. But the, <laughs> Where the red fern grows. So the kids got yeah. dogs and the dog's heart explodes. And that's what the book I thought you were. It doesn't matter. But no, that's no. I you were no what I mean by that is I think gonna, it's going to be so overwhelming that they can't handle it. So they just shut it off and won't even let themselves be awake to find out. Do you think do you think that at that point, though, people in charge, the people in charge would have shifted maybe to people with um, better 
what's the word I'm looking for, intentions than the people that we have right now. So do you think at that point we would have leaders that would lead them into this direction versus trying to fight them to go back? Does that make sense? I think I understand. Are you saying uh, before they can get to the point where, you know, they just say, no, I don't want to be awake. We'll have moved into a place where there are new leaders and the other ones have been. I don't know. I I have no idea. I would hope so. That's that's best case scenario is that the good overcomes and that everything is, you know, moved into like the giver almost. If you've read the giver where, you know, the kid runs away. The kid runs away. For those of you who don't know, it's one, it's a society where all emotions, all color, anything that separates them or brings diversity is shut down and everybody's equal in every way. Um, there's no love, there's no feelings, and only one person holds on to it. Well, that person is getting old, so he moves, he, he gets a child, a 12 year old, and he's becoming an apprentice and he's starting to carry the weight of this community in this world of all these emotions and everything. And he says, no, these people need to be awake to this. There's, there's a lot of hurt, but there's a lot of good instead. And he runs away so that all of the feelings and everything flood back to the community. I would really hope that that would happen, that, you know, all of that would happen. However, I am, I'm a realist. So I, I can only hope, hope for the best, expect the worst. You sound like a thousandth monkeys or the hundredth monkey. We had him on the other night. He kind of said the same thing. He, um, cause I'm very much, and I don't, I don't go that way. I'm, I'm not, I'm not naive. Obviously I know, like I can see what's happening and we prepare, but at, on the other side of it, it's like, I I've seen some stuff that has predicted some of the stuff that has happened. And in the beginning of that, the, the one thing, the very first sentence that you learn is that, listen, by the time that you understand this, it's already going to be over. And the good is already won. The light is already won. And you need to understand that what you're watching is basically the destruction um, of humanity mm-hmm. so that it can rise again. And it's hard. It's hard to watch, especially after what happened in, in Texas. Um, it's hard to, yeah. to see. But trying to hold on to that while still trying to educate people because i believe that people can people create their own realities and if you really if you got everybody believing hey listen we're just gonna like can our own food and we're gonna just step away from the system if you got every single person out there to do it and you know i think the things would change and i kind of hold on to that yeah hold on to it i don't know if it's really gonna happen hey and you want to know something it's been done before multiple times it has we're we're living in the best experiment where that's happened. Mm-hmm. So we just have to see if people are willing to uh, exchange their pleasure and comfort for um, let's take our power back. Let's, you know, and like I said, I said this in the last show, I have really learned from free birthing my kids and from getting off, you know, uh, being dependent on a system with my Medicaid, my health and my foods and my supply chains and supply chains and everything. That a lot of people are like, this is America, we're free, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they want their doctor to make all their decisions for them. They they just grab whatever's on the shelf. They don't look at what the ingredients are for their food. You know, they, they just pay their bills and they listen to whatever. They listen to, C- I listen to CNN. I listen to Fox. Oh, we both, you know, it's like, it's all the same thing at, at the end of the day. Uh, but until we take 100% personal responsibility for every area in our life and we own it, so this is my health. I'm going to own it. Not, well, it's that doctor's fault for not giving me the right medicine. Until we can do that for ourselves, I really don't think we'll be 100% free. I think people are really, really going to struggle with that because that takes a lot of accountability. And that makes people really uncomfortable because then they have to be accountable for their own decisions and their own lives. They actually, yeah. we said that this morning, 100% of the problems that you have in your life are your fault. Yes. You're, they yeah. just are. They're your fault. And I have not read those and I want to, I didn't even yeah. know there were. So that's go get what them. Carson, that's what my on. homework is for tonight. You know, I Hi, Alexa be. dials. It's good to see you. <gasps> I saw you guys live the other day on the Tiki talk. I don't know if I, I said, know. I saw you talking. come in and it made me smile. We were just a dumpster fire. <laughs> just trying to have that's some okay. fun. <laughs> Alexa dials is another one. So she kind of does what you do too. And it's yeah, interesting now. And doomsday is another one. He was in here. I don't know if he's still in here, but. He's in here. Do you, here. are you kind of, have you kind of found like your community? Do you feel like you found like your community of people and has that helped you 
kind of continue your course of action in, in the way that you want to live? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm the type of person, I'm a community jumper. I feel like I fit in with multiple people. Um, but my main community I stick around is the prepping community. They are one of the most supportive and encouraging, encouraging uh, communities out there. Um, Doomsday, he's in here probably. It's the oh. person who got me to do content. Um, I had just been too scared. I was like, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I'm just me. And I hopped into him one of his lives and my name's Prepped and Prepared. So he's like, dude, I'm going to follow you when you start making content. Like how, you know, you need to, you need to get, get, get up off your butt and make something, you know, do something with yourself. And I was like, all right, that, that's a challenge. I can do that. And so right. I started and I loved it. And well, and that's, any, I didn't know that you were nervous. I didn't know, but I did not know that you didn't make content because when I watch your content now, I had to get another pen. When I watch your content now, you are kind of a natural, and I was kind of surprised by how just absolutely natural you are and, and authentic that you are coming into. So I would have never guessed that you were nervous or uncomfortable about making content. That's crazy. Dude, I'm about to like die right now. I am so camera shy. I hate being in front of the camera. I feel like such a, like so weird, but it's at the point it's like, you know what? I, I, we were talking about shifts earlier in the back behind the scenes and how mental shifts, one of the main shifts I had this today, in fact, was, you know what? I need to treat my audience like they're my boss. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's my job to serve them. And I want the biggest pay raise from them. I want the best evaluation, you know, and it's at the point where it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I look silly. It doesn't matter if people make fun of me. It doesn't matter if people think I'm stupid. At the end of the day, there is at least one person in there. Specifically, there's one mom with young kids that does not know what to do, but she sees what's coming on the horizon. She feels overwhelmed. She's scared. She has no idea what to do. And she's going to come across my TikTok page. And I'm going to be able to say, dude, girl, you've got this. Listen to what this, listen to what I have to say. It's not scary. You can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. And as long as I keep that at the forefront of my mind and I remember like, Hey, if I help one person, you know, not go hungry and not let their baby starve, you know, mm -hmm. with this food shortage, then I've made it. I've, I've got everything I need and I've succeeded. So thanks. That means a lot to me that you think I'm a natural coming from you. Well, it's, it's, well, it's, well, well not a natural. <laughs> I just, I fail a lot. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I had things to say and that was, and that's kind of how it's always been. And, and I've never really been camera shot really or videos or anything like that. But, and that's why I said when it, when I, came across your content I was I was I'm kind of surprised to hear that you weren't just able to come out and do it and that's that's interesting to me and I also love the fact that you said that like so you're their boss so like you want that's interesting to me too they're like, my, you're, they are my boss okay they are my boss you know whoever's watching and liking and they and my pay raise is the com is their comments and like hey I love this I needed this you're my favorite TikToker I've started canning because that's that's what I get high off of. That's my that's what I like. Uh, at the end of the day, if I make a little money, that's cool, whatever. But I I want somebody to tell me like, yo, you did good. I, this was hilarious, or oh, I loved this. It doesn't mean that my worth changes. I don't necessarily think I'm successful if they like it or not. But I think you know what I, I'm doing it. This is what I'm doing it for. I'm trying to get a pay raise. I'm trying to get the big promotion from them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't really think in those kind of terms, you could also say like, I'm here to serve them. You know, it's, it doesn't matter what I have to say. It doesn't matter that, oh my gosh, I've been canning for this amount of years. Why are you telling me I'm doing this? No, it's like, I'm serving you. So, okay, give me your opinion. I want to know, you know, I'm here to learn just as much as they are, you know? So I think with that mindset, yeah. it, it, it comes easier. You got to keep that mindset too. As, and, and just based yes. off of kind of what I've seen, I mean, you're going to grow, you're going to continue to grow. And now you're going to do classes and now you, you know, you've got your Patreon where you're going to share your tips and tricks you're going to continue to grow. And as you continue to grow, if you keep that kind of that same mindset, you're going to do great things. And people I think desperately need that right now is they need that, that authenticity and they need that mindset. So my, my next question after that, then kind of leading back into this is, do you feel like maybe this is your purpose in life? I know that you, you had mentioned the Bible earlier. I know you have a really good relationship with God. Do you feel like this is the purpose that he gave to you? And then what kind of are your, your up and coming plans with this? Yeah, no. This is something I love to talk about on the side. Okay. Um, this is nobody in my real life knows that I am a prepper. 
this is just so I could have friends to talk about really? it with. And you know, yeah, I don't tell people because it's not really okay. safe. If you are a prepper, you should not tell people in real life that you're a prepper. If they ask if you're storing, well, food, I know you that. Say, oh, we are set for years. I've got a five pound bag of rice. And then you leave it at that. Like, act right. dumb. Like, you don't I know don't what know. You're doing. Well, we have some like, lettuce in the freezer. <laughs> we'll be fine. I just got like chicken nuggets. We're fine. The reason why is because of things, if grits hit the fan, uh, you don't want them coming to your house. You want them thinking you're out there looking in the food lines with them. No, right. but so nobody in real life even knows that I can. Nobody knows where I live. Like I'm extremely private in real life. I um actually have <laughs> I, I do other stuff in my real in IRL and I think it has to do more with my purpose. I'm really looking into starting uh talking to people about mindset and motivation and you know their self because that's a lot that's a big deal for me is I feel like I could help a lot of people with that you know stop becoming victims and being more victors but okay, so talk I'm to having me, a, talk to me a little bit of ha, talk to me a little bit about the mindset thing like what do what do you mean by that are you talking like you like quotes or are you talking about like um when you tell somebody how to kind of do I'm a lost for words this week you're okay what is it called? Advice. Thank you. Advice. Yes. What is, like advice? Are you talking about mindset or are, are you talking about advice? You're talking about quotes. Kind of what are you talking about yeah. with that? What do you so mean? we were talking about behind the scenes, you know, I'm working on this canning course. I'm very excited for it. It's going to help mm -hmm. tons of people. It's going to have astronomical amounts of value. And I couldn't get past this one, the mental thing I was telling you about, and I could not get past it. And all, all of a sudden I had this light bulb moment of, oh, oh, that's why. Well, that That's sucks. Right. Let me go deal with this real quick and then I can move on. And um, I really want to help people in that area. Um, so if I bring it around and talk about prepping, I like to talk about mindset and prepping because if there's a disaster, a lot of people may have all the gear in the world. They may have years and years worth of food stocked up, but they are going to fail because they are not strong enough mentally to be able to cope with disaster or to critically think or to problem solve. And I have been trained in this area I know how to communicate. I know how to de-escalate de situations. I'm extremely talented and understanding people as well as communicating with them. And I wanna teach other people how to do that because if you know how to do that, whether it's prepping, whether it's your relationship with God or people, whether it's business, whether it's marketing, finance, ETC, 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 it all starts, like you said, with you. Mm -hmm. And if you can fix you, you can fix the rest. So I yeah, love panic. talking about mindset and personalities and people. Yeah. I just love people and it, talking about them. In real life, they're a little, they're something else. Yeah, and people in real life are interesting. But I think I, I kind of <laughs> share the same passion. We we don't really have a niche. We we talk about politics a lot at night. We talk about this kind of stuff. We talk about anything, and we talk about anything with anyone. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. But I have the same kind of mindset where it's it's you got to heal. In order to be able to see what's going on, in order to be able to make good decisions, you have to heal what's going on or you're going to always react to situations on your trauma. And I think that's huge that you are able to recognize, especially like we were talking backstage, that you were able to recognize that you were feeling a certain way, what that certain way was, and then that you had to step back and, and fix that so that you continue to move forward. And, and every time that you have to do something like that, it's a shift. And now you had mentioned backstage, you have gone through quite a few of these shifts. Am I correct yes. in saying that? Yes. So talk to me a little more about human being. <laughs> talk to me about that. Because like I said, this has been content with us for months. Like we have gone through some shit. And so talk to me about some of the stuff that you're, you have been going through and, and some of the growth and the changes that you've made in order to make your life a little bit better. Yeah. So I think it all starts with realizing that the world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. Well, and it's a good thing and a bad thing because nobody cares is. about you. No. So nobody. But it's great. So that you makes can do whatever people, you want. Exactly. It's so sad to some people that nobody cares about you. But like when you're able to move into the situation, like nobody cares. It doesn't matter that my shirt has a stain on it from my toddler right before I walked out the door. It literally doesn't matter. You know, I can I can give you value because you don't care that I, I look a certain way. You know, at the end of the day, what matters is what I give you. So I think it starts with, you know, you don't, the world doesn't revolve around you. At the end of the day, you're the only person who, who's there for you. You need to fix yourself so that you can be there to help you so that you can help others. I think another thing is service is what wins. At the end of the day, if you're a servant to other people, you can have anything you want, you know, because 
because I really do believe in reaping and sowing or karma or what comes around, goes around, what goes around, comes around, whatever the saying is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you said, fear of rejection, abandonment, fear of what people think, being teachable and humble, having personal responsibility, you know, owning up to your crap and being like, Mm -hmm. yeah, dude, that's a weakness of mine. That sucks. Or yeah, I suck sometimes. I'm a jerk. You know, I need to calm down. But also saying, you know what, I can own. What's an example? I need accountability. That's a a weakness I have as a person. I need accountability constantly. And not just like, hey, Carson, have you worked on your unit two for your canning? No, like, hey, you know, you're kind of isolating again. What's your deal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get what's up, you know, or being accountable for, hey, you're not treating people correctly. You, your priorities are out of whack. You're worrying too much about the money or you're worrying too much about how you look or how many followers you have or the fact that some random person is copying all of your content. You know, it's like, no, your priorities are out of whack. You need to get back. So I think when you're able to own and take personal responsibility for your weaknesses and make sure and learn that it's not your value that's being attacked, that doesn't change my worth. That doesn't change my value. I think you're, I think you, like you said, up level and you're able to say, Hey, I can fix that. And then I can keep running and I can get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. So I forget, I, I'm, AD, I'm ADHD and dude, these kind of things are so much fun to me, but I go on rabbit trails like nobody's business and it probably drives some of you crazy, but I'm owning it. That's like, mm, that's me. But what do you like mean? I what said, do you mean? You go, you go on these, what, what did you call them? Rabbit trails. What's a rabbit trail? Like with what you just did, like a rant. Look, girl, I rant all the, This is like the show. Well, it's like you ask me a question, and instead, I, yeah, you just go all over. No, you just no, no. You get no, that no. at the end. Listen, no, and I'm actually gonna make a <laughs> shirt about this that. because not a rabbit trail. No, I call them rants, but I do the same thing. We'll we'll sit and touch. Well, this is why we don't have a niche, Carson, because we can't. <laughs> I can't. We tried. I tried to be like, okay, we're gonna talk about just politics tonight. But it went off into a rabbit hole and then we went down the hole and then we were talking about the Titanic and then it came back up and we were talking about hot. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing, we, adaptability and flexibility. That's because so I don't, day, I don't, that's we're not talking about what our though. audience needs to hear about tonight. I believe you that. Understand, whatever, go you ahead. understand that's not a weakness. It's not. Well, no, it's not. The weakness is I can't get from A to B without, you know, you don't have to though. Driving a little wonky. But you, you don't, <laughs> like you don't you said, have to. I've, I've learned to accept that. Like, and I just learned to accept it because I, I, like I said, I tried, we tried and it just didn't work. And that's not why people were here. And so I've accepted it. Not only have I accepted it, like I celebrate the shit out of it. Like I am able to have multiple different conversations and swing from one topic to another in the matter of an hour to do two different lives. And I think that's, I think it's talent. And I I treat it as channeling. It's channeling what a lot of people would see as a weakness and using it as a strength. And you know what? You are what? so magnetic because of it. There are so many people who love so you, are you and are drawn to you. Hey, thanks. But yeah. seriously, that's another one. Now that we're talking about it, being able to accept praise and compliments and not let it not let it inflate your worth, but also being like, <gasps> oh wow, I can receive that. Yeah, I got you, didn't I? You I'm say, working on that one. Look, that. I healed. I healed. We went through the the, the abandonment shit. We went through the I love you. It's like we don't say I love you. Still, I get it, but we just don't say it. We went you through all of this, face. right? Yeah, I love me. your face. That's what I say. Face. I love your face. Like right? I, I love you because I love you to me means something else. And I just don't come right around and say that anyway. But I struggle with the compliments because I mean, I'm better. I'm, yeah. I say, you know what? That's very nice of you to say thank you. And yeah. it works. Or it's I fine. Receive, you know what else works? Having yeah. some humility and saying, wow, this person is wanting to serve me. And you say, I don't like being served. I know. And instead of saying, you say, I received that. Thank you. Because when you say that you, oh, and I think Elise Myers says, I did that before Elise Myers did it. Like I didn't learn that from her, but I think she does it too. A big TikToker for those of you who don't know. So when you say, I love it. I just did one of her videos. I love Elise Myers. Yeah. No, but when you're able to step out of it and it's not about your worth and say, wow. So I just had somebody say that um, I was extremely good in the soft skills in the sense of you know, compassion and being mm-hmm. gentle with people who need it. Um, instead of being like, dude, I'm a warrior. I'll take your, I'll take your throat off. Like, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. Of I'll rip your fucking head off. <laughs> like, don't, don't cross me. Instead right. of being like that, I could say, wow, <laughs> somebody really sees me that way. How can I leverage that? So I said, you can do you. both. It's called beauty exactly. and balance. Exactly. But instead, but just as that is an example. So if I was to say to you, 
dude, you are so good in interviews. Like you are such a good listener and interviewer. Instead of being like, Ooh, that makes me weird. That makes me feel no, weird. No, I don't do that anymore. That. I glad, say, thank I'm you. Glad. That's very nice of you to say. I have it written down on a sticky note. Thank you. That's very <laughs> nice. No, but for real. But, but when you step out of it and not make it emotional and you're like, how can I use that to my benefit? How can I use that as a strength? Mm -hmm. You know, how can, instead of making it all gushy and weird and like, dude, I get it. I still won't tell my dad I love him. I, well, and, that's just no. a person like, and that's, that's something I think it's has like, just changed, okay. changed over the weird. generations. And it's, it's not. And this is, I struggle with this because I, I have people, they say it a lot and they're like, I just love you. I love you. I, I love you. And I'm like, that. and then, and I'm not going to come down on you for it. I'm going to be like, thank you. And, and I know that feels weird and that sounds weird. And you're going to be like, geez, no. no. And you know what? No, we but don't. I don't. I only say that when I, when, mm, and, it, and I mean it. And when I mean it in a certain way, like I, I can't yeah. love every, I don't, I'm not going to love everybody. I yeah. love all of your faces. I appreciate yeah. you being here. Like I'm, yeah. But to sit down and, and look at and be like, I love you. I just, I, I feel like yeah. that there's power in that. That power needs to be reserved for. Yeah. That, and that's, hey, and that's up to you. I really when we take yeah. it and we shift it to like, and I have a totally different meaning for it. I, well, and that's okay. That's what, that's what's be beautiful about being people is we don't have to have the same thing and we're still buddies and I still. We are. I still and I will love your face. Love your face. I, I will love, love your face, face all day. <laughs> And yeah, I will but, go to war for you. And if you have trolls, I will take them to task. Like I will rip people's heads off for dude, you I'm if ready, you ever go. needed me to. Like, exactly. But I'm not no, going to be like, finish. I love you. No. And <laughs> when so The reason I say, I, I'll tell anybody I love them. Even when I hate them. I, know. I will say, dude, I love you. You're awesome. You've got this. The reason why is one, I, I didn't get the love I needed. And if I could help somebody get the love they needed, or you know, I'm there for it. Like, let's do it. But another thing is if people can give hate in this world so freely without any question, when they can spew hate so freely to just anybody, they don't have to mm -hmm. understand anybody and they're just willing to judge and hate for no reason, then why can I not love for no reason? I'm going to love for I, no reason then. Screw you. I'm going to do what I want. You know? You can. Like, and I, 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 I receive not that. Not you. Not you. Not against well, you. No. Cool. But I mean, I just, just to anybody, I'll tell anybody I love them. This is why I think like, I just feel like that, and this goes back. Uh, this uh, we had this like I feel like I love you because that used to be such. Like a, we just went through this. I know, but it used to be such a. Uh, uh, it used to be so meaningful, and I think people use yeah. the phrase now to manipulate yeah. and to try and get what they want, and to, yeah. you know, and I struggle with that, and no, so yeah, I don't. And that's okay. I don't say it. I don't. I don't say yeah. it in content. I don't say it in 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 lives. I don't say it to people. Hey, um, and you unless I you are so authentically you. You are so authentic yeah. in who you well, are maybe. that no, you are. I can tell you that. I, and you can say thank you. Okay. I received. Thank you so much. Thank you. I received that. <laughs> no, but I can yeah, tell you that and say you don't. You don't. You don't spew like I. I don't like. I have problems with being vulnerable, and I have problems trusting people, and I don't like the fact that I have to be. You know, blah 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 blah. blah. It doesn't come across as that. It comes across as you know what? I'm just me. And people feel that you accept them for who they are and that they, you love them in your own way. And that's cool. Absolutely. I do. You don't, I, have to I, say I, you don't know anything, anybody, right. anything. Right. And you are the same way. Like you can come out and you, you don't even have to say it. You just, you, it's like, you just like watching your videos. Thanks, it's just like, man. you sued this. Like, I, I just wasn't expecting what I saw. I didn't, I, you look like you'd be kind of like a shy person. And I come watch your video and you're like, Hey, canning is awesome. You and I'm like, hey, I love the little thing you're doing. Um, well, yeah, I don't remember what video it was. I just watched it. It was on my FYP. <clears throat> I scream, I love you oh. so much to my husband. Well, I, I tell it to mine when he's like pooping. At the most inopportune times, I'll knock on the door. Like, hey, I love hey. y'all. I love hey, y'all. I love you. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So this, we talked about the FBA. We talked about canning. We, we talked about the government and how the government is bad and you really shouldn't listen to them. What else do we have? You're going to start. So are you, oh, what I do? I want to go back to this. So are you going to start making content that is more mindset based or are you going to try and tie it all into what you already do? You know what? I, I, I will give a little bit of mindset to prepping as we go on and just as my page grows or do whatever I want to. But I'm very mm -hmm. seriously considering making a separate entity that is just me, just whatever I want to be, because I love prepping. But I'm also like, I taught myself 
music and I've been a worship leader since I was 12. Like I taught myself how to play piano and I've done it since I was 12. So I know how to do music. I'm, I'm a homeschooler. I'm a free birther. I'm super cool and awesome, you know, when I'm not being awkward. <laughs> You're just super <laughs> cool and awesome. I asked this question because are you planning, like, are you going to make, okay. And, and I have a reason for this. And I feel like okay. this is, I tried to make a video about this. Are you tricking this. me into something? No, 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 no. I made, I tried to make a video about this earlier today, but it was three minutes long and then it kept, it just didn't work. And so then I just threw it in the drafts. But I struggle. I don't, I don't struggle. Like I watch, I watch a lot of the content. So I, you're a canner and doomsday is a prepper and Jake is a confuser. Right. And, and Alexa <laughs> is a canner, you know, and Pam, she reads the cards. Right. And all, everybody has their niche. Everybody's either part of spiritual TikTok or conspiracy TikTok yeah. or political yeah. TikTok. And I'm just out here just like doing whatever I'm going to do on the daily. Like I don't, we're going to talk about all. We're talking about Hollywood today. Tomorrow we're yeah. going to talk about politics. The next day we're going to talk about conspiracies. The next day we're going to talk about motivational mindset, right? I'm all over with it. And the same thing goes with the podcast. Mm -hmm. I really did try to nail down. Okay. So, you know, and I talked to Sonia about this. I said, I really think we need to, to really kind of nail down these shows a little bit better to get topics to, you know, stick to this. And we tried it. <laughs> yes. I confused her and we tried it and it didn't, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm just, we're just going to, we're just going to keep going and, and we're just yeah. going to bring on all the kinds of people, whoever, whoever we don't, but the, like all of the, all the studying that I do in podcasters and everything that I've researched and everything that I've looked up and all the tips and the tricks and the da, 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 all comes back to that one thing. You need to have a niche. I don't have a niche. And so I don't care. I'm going to blaze this new trail for the nicheless content creators. And you can be my first test subject. Cool, yeah. So I'm very excited. So that listen, means you should listen to people like Gary Vanderchuk, Jake knows. Who well, he that's kind of, kind of. Yeah, but he's like a motivational mindset guy. He doesn't talk yeah, about. But listen, well, this is what he talks about, though. This is for you're a marketing. You love marketing, like I love marketing. I do. Fantastic and stuff. As we are moving away from the TV and radio era, social media is coming, and it's going to start to be its own new thing. Uh -huh. People are craving authenticity. Yeah. They are craving people. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't have people to down. We, I am a people. people. I am totally so not. I don't human. like change. This I don't want you to go skin. like. I, I just I, I wanted to make sure you weren't doing like this weird like content like not content but like okay we're gonna rebrand like no you're not just no, make your fucking no. video just make your mindset right? video no in no. your canning page okay good right okay. no listen I may make a separate video because my separate video I have reasons but however like you said you're having all these troubles niches <laughs> niching down don't. Just we're gonna you. just blaze the trail because we're gonna blaze it for all the content creators. Everybody, hey, do it. We're gonna do I can, it. We're gonna make it I'll popular. Do it, yo. It's hey, it's, it's gonna be a thing because people are sick and tired of following, you know, sales, and they're sick and tired of following black and white. They want people. Right. We're sick and tired of talking about politics. This is Purple Princess. She adores you. I keep up I with you because of the same her. thing. She's so nice. Yeah. She's super nice. And she's like, she is probably our biggest fan next to Sonia. And I, I pay Sonia to be our biggest fan. And Purple Prince doesn't agree. <laughs> you free, have so. to be our fan. <laughs> Damn it, Sonia. But I do. I thought a lot about this the last couple of weeks. Like, I really do want to. And it does. And I think of like conservative Ant. I don't know if you know who that is, but conservative Ant, he's political. Mm -hmm. But there's yeah. so much more to, to conservative Ant. Like, he came on yeah. our, our TikTok trailer park and just played this whole fantastic job, right? There's so yeah. much more to him than just political content and i really want that i really want there to i want that to be the niche like i want the 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 extremes on all sides like when we're gonna one day yeah. we're gonna talk about all the stuff and the next day we're gonna talk about something wildly different and that's so what you, you move, can expect if you move if you listen into like money if you like bring mm -hmm. it to money i know a lot of people like it when they think about money but what separates the six figures from the seven eight nine figures is the yep. seven, eight, nine figures are brands. They are the brands, mm -hmm. especially when it's small business. The people. So I have a friend, I have a friend for the longest time. She's an, she's an amazing woman. She's the CEO of her own makeup company. She's multi-million dollar business owner. She's mm -hmm. killing it. She's doing an amazing job. And then all of a sudden she's like, mm, I don't want to just be constrained to makeup. I free birth my children or I teach people. I don't only teach people how to do makeup. I teach them how to think. I teach them how to be mm -hmm. business owners. I teach them how to, 
And now on her site, her makeup site, she has these coaching courses and she has all this stuff. And she has like tripled her income, if not exponentially more. And she has just exploded, not only with her money, but her influence and, you know, the value she gives in the lives she has changed. And she did that because she broke out of that niche. So I think you're following good intuition. I think you're using wisdom. Do I flash freeze and process my own meats too? Yes. I do. Yes, she does. And then, and while she does it, she says, we can do this. Yes, we can. We can. She does all the mindset motivation stuff too. We're going to combine it. No, no. If I'm being honest, I was processing a deer the other day and, and I was washing my knives to sharpen them and I cut my finger to the bone. It's still, it's (gasps) dead. It's going to be dead for my, for life. The tip of my pointer finger. And I'm a piano player and I'm a piano player. So I can't be like cutting off fingers and Luck, my husband's a nurse, so and he knows how to stitch stuff up. So we're, I, I was fine, but like my cat plays piano with its paw, so I think you'd be all right. Just, just, <laughs> just that knuckle, foot. just put yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I do process my own meats, and I'm quite proficient at processing meat. I'm not, however, at washing dishes. That's why they have a dishwasher. Right. It was my nice knife. I didn't want to Aww. wash it in the dishwasher. I get it. It's mine. I throw everything in the dishwasher. I'm the laziest I'd be like that. dishwasher ever. I throw hey, everything yo, whatever. in the Sanitize these jars. They're going in the dishwasher. They sanitize. They're fine. Hey, exactly. exactly. Well, they are. Actually, they are. Like exactly. Even according to the FDA, you can do that. I don't Literally know. Literally fine. Yeah, and the FDA is all... Speaking of, speaking of the bastards. <laughs> no! <laughs> they are constantly changing. Sorry, they're constantly no, changing regulations. They are like every other. They're every all, year they're like, you've got oh, a whole new ball. You don't canning. have to simmer your lids now. Yeah. Oh, you don't actually have to like do that. Like we were just kidding around. Like just learn the basics of it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you're not selling it, like the problem I think you could fall into is if you're selling these to people. Like if people are paying you money for them, then and, mm-hmm. and somebody gets really sick because yes, of one of yeah. them. That's I, where you could probably. But if you're just feeding like yourself or if you're just canning for your own, like as, as a hobby your or kitchen, for your, your, rules, yo. your kitchen. Yeah. And then if you're, if you get botulism, be like, damn, I'll sue myself and then take your $12 and we'll get you a big Mac. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. Fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. Um, hi, Mimi. If we're crazy. Kids. Myself, but fair enough. <laughs> it kind of went that way. Fair enough. But I love TikTok sounds. So one of these lives, that's, we'll just have to sit here and listen to all of my personality at this point. I know. <laughs> we've been totally, like, we've been brainwashed by TikTok. Oh, my gosh. It's been such a good experience, though. I, we have, I have a very love-hate relationship with TikTok. But <laughs> I wouldn't have started the show if it hadn't been for TikTok. And I love doing the show. This is what I'm going to do probably for the rest of my life. Until I can't anymore. Good. And then good. we're going to do something else, maybe. I don't know what yet. Maybe good. raise cats. I love that. I don't. I'm making really a quote like... right now. I think that'll be my old lady. That, that'll be my old lady hobby. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna drink bourbon. That's my old lady hobby. <laughs> You're gonna be the That's it. old woman. I am gonna like the world could be burning down around me and I would give zero <laughs> shits. Like I would just sit there with my cane I and mean, my cat and my bourbon. It isn't already. Well, it is, yeah, but I've got things I got to do to, you know, keep this house running until these kids are Fine. moved out. Fine. If we so have many to. people that live here, I can't. I have to, you know, we're just raising. I'm going to raise you, all the cats. If I didn't have kids, I would be on the front line of starting stuff. Oh, yeah, man. you'd have your own camp and I'd probably come. <laughs> if I didn't have kids, I don't know what the hell I'd be doing. I'd probably I'd, be on a ship in the this Caribbean This place would be somewhere. burnt to the ground. I can promise you. We'd, we'd get stuff done. We, but I have to... I, I have to keep these kids alive because Lord knows the, fam- the other family members won't. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> all right, Pruden, we're a little over our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with something before we head out for the night? Is Ship is awesome. Is get prepped. Yo. Ah, Carson's awesome. Get prepped. And yep, then get, get prepped. They're prepped. cool. Who says moms can't be cool? I'm like, my, even my kids think I'm cool. I have a YouTube channel. And they have cool. six thousand some odd subscribers, and they're like, cool, man. "How many?" And I'm like, "Like six thousand." I can't like, even count that high, mom. Yeah, they're like, "Man, you're so close to like Mr. Beast." No, I'm not. Mr. Beast, like <laughs> twenty that. million, making yeah. forty million a year. No, but I'm gonna get there, not by filling a pool full of Jello. Okay, oh, prepped, 
get prepped and get meditated. That's it. We're going to go. Carson, thank you so much for coming on. I love your face. We got to get you on here again. And you guys, thank you for coming out and entertaining us tonight as well. It's lovely to see your faces as it is every night. Today is Thursday, meaning tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow morning, we had Jen Snow coming on, and she wants to talk about something, something about positive mindset. She sent me a message. It's going to be tomorrow. Something about keeping a positive mindset in the middle of the dark. Um, She says things in a very spiritual way sometimes. It's, It's something like that. She's got a whole thing that she wants to talk about. And then tomorrow night, we are live with the one and only Mr. Dials at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are going to talk about penguins. Nice. Probably. I'll be there. I don't know. You'll be there. Carson, you should come. It'll be fun. That's it. You guys, we love your faces. Thanks for being here. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for all them deer. Bye, guys.